Sent 21st one day international century for David Warner. Put down early, but he's made the most of the opportunity that has been granted to him on one of the biggest stages. Yes, 163 off 124 for Davy Warner the other night against Pakistan, which was wonderful to see. Mitch Marsh, 121 off 108. After that, though, Tim, Duck 7, 21, oh. 13, 8, 6, 2, Duck 1. Yeah, concerns, <laughs> a few concerns. But I think you've got you to start at the top, don't you? Yeah. Like, that was a masterclass of batting. Yep. Not just from David Warner, from the pair of them. I thought, I thought David Warner sort of set the tone. Um, but, boy, just I, Travis Head will come back in, I think, next game. So Mitch Marsh will go to three. But I, I really like the right-left-hand combination and I like the differences in Warner and Marsh. One's five foot, one's six foot. They hit the ball to different areas. They complement each other really well. Um, and I wasn't going to sit up and watch the whole thing, but I couldn't go to bed. Yeah. That was as entertaining a batting. I mean, Davey Warner was dropped early on 10. I don't know if you saw that. The, fella, the legs yeah. did not get a hand yes. on it. He would have been kicking himself later on in the day but in terms of the quality of that partnership and the way they complement each other that was that was as good as it gets I don't want to skip after forward. that though yeah Oof. no so any concerns there then with the rest of the batting lineup? or um, they just going okay we've got a good start here we've got well there's a little bit of that there was certainly Glenn Maxwell coming in again I don't love that because I never see it work and it None, one for 259 in the 33rd over. I think that's plenty of time for Steve Smith just to come out and bat normally. We end up, if, I think if Steve Smith comes in, gives himself a bit of a chance. He, he can accelerate the innings when he needs to, but he's also probably one of the best, if not the best in the world, at rotating the strike. So what he would have done from the 33rd to the 40th over is make sure whoever he was batting with at the time was getting on strike, and then you leave Maxi to the last 10. Um, I mean, I'd love to have been sitting there when the decision was made for Glenn to go in at three. Didn't mind the decision. I don't think the conversation would have been, hey, Maxie, go out at three and try and hit the first ball for six. Yeah. I think it would have been go up and certainly look to play your way, but give yourself three or four balls, Yeah, maybe. And I, and I like the move. I just, I just don't see it work because I think someone like Maxie gets that sort of, he doesn't need a license. When you give him a license, he goes tries to go even harder. Whereas yeah, I think we okay. just needed Smithy to go in there, get some time in the middle as well, because he's he's a really important player for us going forward in the World Cup, and then Maxi to finish that last ten. But yeah, it was a bit of a concern to lose. What did we lose? I think we lost nine for one hundred and four from about the thirty third over, and the last ten I think we lost something like six for fifty. Mm. Where again, I think to win a World Cup. I mean, you're not going to be none for 260 in the 33rd all that often, but when you are, you want to be posting 400 plus. And we didn't. And to post 367, some teams will chase that. If you've got a question for Tim about the World Cup, text us in 0437 555. Even give us a call. Please. Get on the phone, give us a call, make Tim earn his money, ask him a hard hitter about the World Cup. 1300 42 15 33. Now, last night we saw New Zealand drop its first game. That was against India. India, yep. top of the table, of course, top of the standings. Looking very hard to beat. Yep. Brought Mohamed Shami in for his first game of the World Cup. He'd play in every team in the world, and he took Pfeiffer. So the depth that they've got, their batting's, we know how good their batting is. We know how good their spin bowling is. I think the difference with this current 
era of Indian teams are their pace bowling? Boomer, Shami, Siraj, they're, they're just high-quality wicket-takers, all bowl at good speed. And then when you throw in Jadeja, Coldeep, Ashwin's not getting a game. I mean, honestly. Yeah, that's right. It's an yeah. embarrassment of riches they've got, particularly in the white ball format. But <sighs> tell you what, another thing I, I did write down from the Pakistan game when I watched, so we've seen what Jadeja's done to Australia in the past, and it, it blew my mind. So Nawaz, who's the left-arm orthodox spinner for Pakistan, did not bowl on over until the 19th over. Mm. I mean, our blokes have nightmares facing Jadeja. Why do you reckon that is? I'm not sure. It's either a slip up or they they wanted us to get 400. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure. That is interesting. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. But at the moment he came on as well, he, they bowled himself and if Iftika. They so they did slow the run rate a bit, and then Mitch and and Davy got going again. But yeah, I found that very interesting. They bowled the, the right arm off spinner, who's a part timer who bats at six. I think he'd already bowled four overs by the time they brought their left arm orthodox on in the 19th. So they either forgot he was out there or just didn't want to bowl him. I'm not mm, too sure. But interesting. It was interesting. And what Pakistan about, are like that at times. We've got an issue with our bowlers struggling to break opening partnerships too. I think the last three opponents we've had have made 100-plus opening stands. What's yeah. How do we fix that? It's a hard one because there's no doubt they're our best bowlers. I mean... It, at, as well, I mean, you look at our opening partnership there, and there's no doubt in India, the best time to bat at most of the time is against the new ball. It's probably those first two or three overs if you can get a wicket. Um, the only thing I've seen, I'd like to see, is when he's absolutely at his best, he's stark, he will swing the ball a bit more. I don't know if he's swinging it as much. I don't know if that's to do with the conditions or the fact that we're bowling first or second. I'm not too sure. But I know when he's bowling and swinging the ball, he's got a phenomenal record of taking wickets in the first over or two of, yep. of white ball matches so um, yeah I don't know maybe it's maybe it is time to change that. I mean Josh Hazelwood bowled fantastically 10 overs 1 for 37 but again to win a World Cup we're going to have to make inroads with the new ball and it has been an issue so whether we address that and we swap with Pat Cummins takes the new ball for a couple of games just to see if he can get us that early breakthrough because we have been bowling much better through the middle Zampa's back in form so if we can get one or two in the first 10 with our middle order, uh, middle overs now improved out of sight. I think we can, again, do some real damage. But, yeah, it's new ball wickets we're going to have to address and that batting through the middle. Um, I, I, I won't read too much into it because of the start we got. I think guys came out and just tried to bang it, but we certainly need to be playing better through the middle. But I think the next game, I think we'll see Travis Head come in, Marnus will drop out, Mitch Marsh will bat at three, and Steve Smith will go to four. So it's, it does lengthen that middle order a little bit. We've got a text in from David who wants to know, is Australia and Pakistan the only teams that can beat India? Left arm quicks, I think he means to say, they seem yep. their only issues and weakness. Yeah, I think so. I think like for Rohit Sharma and Shubman Gill and Virat, Mitchell Stark and Shaheen Afridi are a nightmare in the right conditions. Guys that can bowl fast. I mean, guys that are six foot six bowl 150 and can swing it down the line to a right-hander will trouble anyone. And we've got the weapon and so do, so do Pakistan. Pakistan, again... On their night can beat anyone, but as we saw, they can be horrible in the field. They can be, yeah, you know, they can just play some dumb cricket at times, but their best is good enough to beat anyone. Just quickly, Netherlands tomorrow, oh, sorry, Wednesday night. Yep. Just recapping what you said earlier, you expect Labashain out, head in to open the batting, yep. and Marsh to drop to three. I do. 
And, and I probably, if it was a, mu- well, I mean, they're nearly all must-win games now. But I mean, we're sitting fourth. Well, who would have thought that two games ago? Mm. So the the other games have gone our way a little bit, and we've played some better cricket. I think now you've got the Netherlands, or as Hamish likes to call them, the Netherlands. <laughs> And that, for me, is just a game we should win, regardless. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to ta- you don't want to look too far ahead, but Banana peel game, let's not talk rubbish. No. You should. We should 100%. absolutely smack them. And for me, that's a great game to bring Travis Head in straight in. Yeah. I don't care if he hasn't picked up a bat for six weeks. I'm backing him to go out and get the job done. And even if he just gets some time in a in the game in the middle, that benefits us for the next game, which is going to get a bit tougher. We love your text this morning. We've got a few to get through a little later. 0437 But right now, we're off to new sport and weather before coming back with a special guest from Taz Racing here in the studio. That's after this on SEN Tassie Breakfast.